What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Chernoff from 680 The Fans, Chuck and Chernoff Show here. And I want to say thanks for listening to today's episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast apps. Chase Thomas went to Parkview in North Georgia. He's a local Atlanta kid, and he won't let the Luca versus Trey thing go. He interned with us back in the day, and you'll always remember him. Anyway, definitely go check out ChaseThomasPodcast.com where you can find all of Chase's previous episodes, all of his articles, and do him a solid. Leave him a rating and review if you're an Apple Podcast listener. Reminder to listen to our show, Chuck and Chernoff, Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 on 680 The Fan, and subscribe to my podcast as well. Welcome to Atlanta, wherever you get your podcasts. Chase Thomas Podcast. The Chase Thomas Podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate, I already hate it. I hate it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast. I am now joined by one of my favorite professional wrestlers today, Chris Saban of Impact Wrestling. Chris, good afternoon. How are you? Oh, doing good. You just became my favorite uh, interviewer now after saying that. I'm going to go ahead and tell Chris Van Fleet, friend of the pod, that uh, I have surpassed him. This is good news. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Um my first question for you, Chris, um, right now, how much fun is it being back with Motor City Machine Guns on Impact on Tuesday nights? Oh, that's great. Um, you know, I, I've had a blast since I came back. You know, I, you know, I kind of try to not take uh, anything for granted after all the injuries I've had the last 10 years. So um, just being able to be back in the ring in itself is uh, is just great and honor. Um, super fun. I'm having a blast. But um I think the coolest thing is to see the response of the fans. I think the fans really like the return of the Motor City Machine Guns kind of out of nowhere in the middle of this year with how the year has been and everything. So I think just the response that we've gotten from the fans has been definitely the coolest thing. How weird is it working matches right now with no fans? You know, it was weird at first, but you kind of get used to it. And uh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's kind of cool now. It's, it's different. And, uh, I think the big, the, the really weird thing is like the fans aren't dictating what's good and what's bad to the viewer. I mm. think the viewer doesn't have, you know, the users are when you watch a, um, a wrestling match and like uh, something cool might happen, but if the crowd doesn't react at all and there's a crowd there, it's kind of like it doesn't have the same effect as the viewer as if the crowd is going crazy. But now it's like up, completely up to the viewer to um, like compute that, like, you know, they see it and they, uh, you know, it's only up to them to have a gauge of whether it's good or bad. So I think that um, in a strange way, there's kind of like a stronger, more direct connection to the TV viewer. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's just interesting because I wonder when you're booking these shows, um, if you're Scott Demore or whoever, you're thinking about like what's working and what's not. Like you're really just gambling on what you think is the right thing, or you're looking at different uh, videos, you're looking at just Twitter response, you're looking at all these different things, but you're not able to see how fans are responding. But uh, something tells me 
Motor City Machine Guns every week popping in and having good matches with the Rascals and whoever would, would go well. That would be my guess. Well, it's going well so far. Hopefully that continues. So who have you enjoyed uh, working uh, with the most since you've been back? Uh, I mean, everyone we've worked with, honestly. The Impact has such a crazy good roster right now. Um, we loved our matches with the North, with the Rascals. Um, there's so many more tag teams we have to... Uh, um, to wrestle too in the company. So, I mean, I, it's, uh, the roster is, is just like at, at, at a high that it hasn't been in, in a while, I think. And, uh, it's just been, it's been awesome. I've written about this, but like the impact what has done a very, very, very good job of late, um, just building this, um, women's division and the tag team division. It's just so stacked right now. um, who, who, who in your mind are you looking at the most where you're like, this this group is going to be like the next Motor City Machine Guns or this group is going to be the next uh, Gail Kim or whoever? Who are you looking at behind the scenes right now that you're like, wow, this is this is cool? It's it, it's hard to say. I, I kind of think that's up for grabs. You know, it's like, uh, uh, who, who's going to step up? I'm more excited to, you know, keep open-minded and just see who has the potential and then to see who steps up and takes it, who makes it to that next next level. You know, it's kind of up to the person to do that. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I think like I see a lot of uh, young Motor City machine guns and guys like the Rascals, but uh, you know, it's it's that's one of the cool things is to sit back and watch and see who steps up and makes it to that next level. So I'm just looking forward to finding out who does that on their own. Do you ever want to get back in the singles division? Uh, I mean, if the situation dictated, then yeah, yeah, I would be down for. It. But right now, I'm definitely happy as a tag team without Shelly. Okay, are you producing it all right now? Yeah, a little bit, not as much as I was before, but now I'm splitting wrestling and producing, so it's uh, you know they're, they're keeping the load a little lighter on me. Is that what you want to do once you kind of accept about something? I know you're closing in on 40, Chris, which is kind of crazy. But uh, is that something yeah. that uh, you want to do after your wrestling career is over? Possibly. Um, I'd like to re- for wrestle for as long as I can. But uh, I think that's just something good to gain experience in. So that's, you know, if, if I can't wrestle, I still have um, a possibility of working within the wrestling business you know, even if I'm not wrestling. So, uh, I think it's just good to to have that experience. So how long do you see yourself wrestling? Do you have something in mind when you first got in, um, years and years ago? Like what, did you have a number in mind? Did you have an age in mind where you're like, I I think I'm out at this point? No, not really. I, I kind of, I was hoping that, I don't know if I, maybe hopefully one day I can retire off wrestling. And then I guess if that means, not just wrestling, but then continuing to be uh, like a producer or some sort of backstage role for another 10 years. Hey, that's okay. Um, you know, I just hope to work within the, um, the wrestling business some way until I'm, you know, ready to stop working. Mm. Um, what is, who, who in the impact roster right now are you most excited to work with? Is there anybody that you're just like, yeah, this this is somebody I really think we could pull off something special? Uh, it's it's man, they have such good teams and everyone. You know, it, it's it's hard to say. Uh, we haven't wrestled the Good Brothers yet, obviously. You know, we teamed with them uh, just this past week on 
an impact. But so I, I think it would be great to step in the ring with those guys. Um, TJP and Fala, I would like to wrestle those guys. Um, you know, big fan of both of those guys. TJ, obviously, technical expertise and uh, Fala is just like a unique talent. Awesome. I see big things for that guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard to say. I wouldn't mind wrestling Reno Scum or uh, the Deaners, I think, would be a fun tag team to wrestle, too. So, you know, they, they have such a good good roster that, you know, so, there's so many guys, like pretty, pretty much anyone on the roster. Not going to lie. Wanted to see Mitre City Machine Guns pop up in Wrestle House. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I liked Wrestle House. I, the, not this past week, but the week before, the segment they had with, like, uh, the Deaners and Triple XL having their match in the Wrestle House. That was amazing. I was laughing my ass off. That was so entertaining. That was so good for um, AC Romero, just because those kind of things where... I, I mean, do you think that happens, that kind of stuff happens without fans? Because I was thinking about this too, where without fans, people are getting an opportunity to experiment and do different things that they would not uh, try if fans were in attendance, but because fans are not there, that you can just do different stuff. You can have um, funny angles like that and Rosemary and uh, Taya having matches outside with uh, just a special guest. I'd like it, just this small atmosphere. But um, AC Romero, his comedic timing is very very good and this was great for him yeah yeah absolutely i agree um the funniest alex shelley story from uh from your time together on the road what is it oh boy um i mean that's what i'm gonna have to think about because i've been traveling with this guy for you know i've known him since uh like 2004 2003 i think we first met mm. actually maybe it was 2002 when we first met but it was really i've known this guy for a long time funniest story um man i'm gonna have to think about it can we did y'all hit it off one? originally <laughs> yeah 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 we did um we pretty much been friends since we first met uh i mean you know similar experience you know or like both these kids uh that lived in the same you know in southeast michigan just trying to make it as wrestlers so uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely had off. We, you know, would travel on um, uh, shows, driving down to like uh, IWA Mid South uh, together, drive to Chicago together, do all these shows. I mean, I've had so many good times with them. So, uh, the funniest story—that's that's—I don't know. I, I would have to really think about that because too many, too many situations are popping up in my mind. Well, how about this? Who is the funniest person in the Impact Wrestling locker room right now? Funniest in the locker room? Uh, uh, man, I, that's that's a tough one too. Uh, I, I think Carl Anderson's pretty funny. Okay, get, get some laughs off him. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, when you're thinking about winning the Impact title, you're how long ago was this now with Bully Ray? Like I remember, was I in high school when this was happening? And then. You look the exact same, Chris. Like, you're not aging. What What are you doing? I don't understand this. I was watching stuff this week preparing for this, and I was like, he's not aging. Like, Chris actually, I think, looks younger now than he did when he was TNA World Champion. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I what is very, What is the really secret, Chris? What are you doing? I don't know if there is a secret. Just, uh, you know, healthy diet and exercise. Take your vitamins, I guess, right? Almost <laughs> sound like a Hulk Hogan line there, but... 
um, yeah, yeah. I mean, really just, just uh, keeping that exercise and eating healthy, I guess. Taking vitamins, brother. <laughs> what is the, um, what is the biggest difference between, um, being a successful tag team worker and being a successful top singles guy? Well, I think you just have to have, um, kind of, uh, I don't know, communication and kind of diplomacy skills when you're a tag team wrestler, you know, you have, it's not just you there, you know, you have a partner. So, uh, when you're a singles wrestler, you, you know, the game plan, uh, the physical execution, all that is on you. And then when you're a tag team wrestler, you have another person you can rely on. So I would say there's also a little bit less stress when you're a tag team wrestler, because like I said, you have that other person to rely on. So, Hmm. Did you, do you enjoy working tag team more than uh singles i like them both it's hard to say because they are completely different like you just go into them with completely different mindsets uh so i really honestly i like both because they're both uh really really different interesting um do you see yourself being tna world champion again in the next five years five years oh yeah i'll say yeah five years okay that's that's a long period of time i'll just say yeah Okay. Is it weird to think that you will be closing in on 45 in five years? Do you feel it? Yeah, that is, that is weird to think. I, I, well, sometimes, you know, sometimes I think it takes me maybe a little longer to recover, but, uh, than it was when I was, you know, 21, 22 years old. But, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, if I'm staying young on the outside, hopefully that means I'm staying young on the inside and that continues to happen. Okay. I like it. Um, are you still playing bass at all? You know, I haven't picked up a guitar in over a year. Really? Yeah. Is yeah, there any reason I don't know for why it? I just kind of, no, not really. I just kind of set it aside and then I just, I just never got around to picking it up again, but. Okay. Interesting. Um, are you still gaming at all? Like what are you, what have you been doing, um, outside of, outside of wrestling, which I know takes a lot of your time, but what have you been doing, uh, since, uh, since March and when all this happened, what have you been doing to stay busy? Uh, like kind of, um, I kind of created a morning routine because I, you know, I was injured and I was sitting at home for, for about a year and a half. So I had to create a morning routine, you know, that includes like coffee, stretching, training in the morning, um, watching wrestling, going to the gym, coming back, probably usually watching more wrestling. Uh, so that's kind of like the first half of my day is kind of like the same, you know, like I just had to, I had to keep like a routine down like that in order to just, I don't know, to stay sane, you know, so I was sitting at home, uh, not wrestling. Um, so then after that, usually the second half of my day is up, whatever. Like I like spending time outside. I like playing disc golf. Um, really? Okay. I like going on. Yeah, yeah, I like disc golf a lot. I like playing, going on hikes. Uh, yeah, gaming a lot too. Usually wait till night. Um, but let's see, what have I been playing lately? I like Apex Legends. Been playing a lot of that lately. Mm. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn is the you know I'll sit down and I'll play, try to play stick to one longer game at a time. So that's Far Cry New Dawn, and then you know every once in a while I, I like these little short games where it's not a huge commitment like Apex Legends. You know, you can sit down and play for twenty minutes and then go on. Yeah, whatever. Did you replay uh, Final Fantasy when that got re-released? On uh, the Super, the Mini Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I did. I don't know why they only released on that. They never released it on, like the uh, Xbox or PlayStation. You know, they have 
they released like, oh, here's Final Fantasy VII, here's Final Fantasy IX, uh, here's you know ten and ten two and all this stuff. But then they never released Final Fantasy VI or any really the older ones, anything before seven. They haven't really released on the new consoles. So. Okay, are you gonna get a PS Five? I'm gonna get an Xbox One X. Okay, so you're more of an Xbox guy. I'm an Xbox guy. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I like it. Um, what do you? I, I was wondering about this too because I know Finn Balor's talked about this a lot. Where you have to once you get older, and I, I think y'all are like the same age. Um, where your training at the gym has to change. Um, when you get older. And to stay in ring shape and things are different than wrestlers in the late nineties when they were working until their forties where, um, I, I know Cody has talked about like your prime being 35. It's when you really figure it out and you've been in the ring for a really long time. You have a good, if your body's in good shape, then this is, this is your moment. So in a lot of people's minds, you're still in your wrestling prime. Um, has your gym, uh, strategy and routine changed did you used to lift a lot more are you way more conscientious of not overextending yourself do you um just kind of limit what kind of weight you're tossing around now yeah it's i would say it's pretty similar but now it's kind of uh bolted around my knees because i've had three acl replacements so i like my gym routine is kind of like uh basically during the week I didn't I, I've never focused on my legs this much before my injuries you know like now I just have to make sure I focus on doing legs at least twice a week and usually I'll do like a leg workout like three times a week but I mean if I do not do my do a leg workout for like a week say or like a week and a half like I feel it I can tell like I just tell in my knees I just have to keep up on it so I mean I think that's the biggest change for me personally Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So the rest of this year, we'll wrap up with this. We are at September 17th. What does uh, the rest of the year look like for the Mono City Machine Guns? Uh, I think just, uh, you know, preparing for Bound for Glory, whatever may happen, you know, Bound for Glory is their biggest pay-per-view of the year. So not sure what exactly is going to happen yet, but I think just trying to stay prepared for that. Okay, I like it. Um, what do you think? Have y'all heard anything about fans or a limited capacity? Like, what is what that's going to look like anytime soon? Uh, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Um. Well, either way, I want to pitch getting uh the Motor City Machine Guns back in Wrestle House and have a match against Triple XL. I think uh I think America <laughs> needs it. Yeah, that sounds good. I'd Chris, be more than happy that. This is uh this has been great. I really appreciate the time. Is there anything else that you would like to mention before we get out of here today? Oh uh, no, I don't think so. I appreciate you having me on. I have uh one social media account, a Twitter account, that's mm. it. No Instagram, no Facebook, no any of that other stuff. Just Twitter at super Chris Saban. So you can give me a follow on there and that's about it. I like it. And we can watch you every Tuesday night on Access TV with Impact Wrestling, Chris. Good luck this fall. Stay injury-free, fingers crossed, and uh, keep up the great work, man. I, I really appreciate it. This, is, uh, this has been a pleasure. Right. Cool. Thanks, Chase. Appreciate it, man. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.